everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. And I have a little trigger warning here at the beginning. And that is the we are going to be using the R word this evening. That's right, the tard word. Now, if that offends you at the outset, I promise you stay with it to the second half. At the very end, I'm going to explain why it's okay. Okay? And it's going to completely clear up any of your confusion, any of your angst or your anxiety. You're not going to have to go to a safe place, have some Play-Doh, some hot cocoa, have somebody talk quietly to you so that you can, you know, you'll be able to function. But I don't know what's going on with people. We've become such a soft society. Mentally, I don't know that this country has ever been so weak as we are at this moment. We literally, here, and I've said this before, if you have a feeling or an emotion, you don't have to stop in place and freeze like a, like a, a statue until you figure out what does that feeling mean, how do you feel about that feeling, and who can you blame about it? I think that's kind of the, the trio of questions that all millennials have to deal with. What is this emotion? How do I feel about it? And who's to blame for it? I swear to God, if they ever had an actual emotion that they didn't check out, my God, horrible things might happen to their lives. Like, all of a sudden, it might start working out. And I might have a little bit of angst going on. I was talking to a friend, and their kid's just driving them insane. But it's like, you know, if if your kid's in their 30s living at home and not doing a goddamn thing with their lives. It's half on mom and dad and half on the kid themselves because you can, if you put a seed in a just sand and you never water it and you never give it any fertilizer, yeah, it's not gonna grow, but at some point that that seed needs to grow some feet and and walk itself to some, some fertile soil. And I realize if you're listening to that, it makes no fucking sense, but neither does a kid that's 30 and never had a job. So, as long as they don't make sense, I don't have to make sense. And I hope that makes sense to you. But anyway, moving on. I think we're also at a point where we've never had more uses of plastic surgery going on for the common person than ever before. I don't even want to know everything that's gone on with uh, Kylie Jenner, the youngest of the, the Kardashians, that evil bunch. I mean, at what point does a 16 or a 17 or an 18-year-old need a set of tits, need to have her lips done, need to have her cheekbones done? All the crap that's been done to this kid in the name of trying to make her into yet another moneymaker. At what point does uh, Kris Jenner just broker the the, the sex tape for her? Because that is the long-standing rumor in Hollywood that she brokered her, you know, Kim Kardashian's That not only was it brokered, like, oh, it happened, we may as well profit from it. No, like set up the shoot, organized it, had buyers ready. Might be true, might not be true. She's evil enough to do it, though. I mean, she's a warp, she's like radiation. The longer she's around people, the more they warp and twist and decay. Look at Bruce Jenner. For God's sakes, uh, she was on a box of Wheaties at one point. And then for a while, she just looked like Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies. And all of a sudden, he became a she. And that's fine. I have some insight into this. I have a relative, a dear one, that has is in their transition. 
and that's fine. But you don't see all the earmarks of somebody who's, you know, happier or going through it because it's something they want. It's almost like they're being forced to do it, and they're really unhappy about it. So who knows what kind of pressure. You put enough pressure on anything. I mean, look what happens to coal. You put enough pressure on it, it becomes a diamond. You know, put enough pressure on other rocks, they become molten and start spewing out over the landscape. See also Hawaii. But I think when it comes to plastic surgery, there are people that are so fucking unhappy with themselves that they figure to change their outside is going to help them with whatever crushing void is going on inside. And that's fine. Right up until you start figuring out that they're injecting poison into your face. I'm still against Botox. And yet I have a good friend that, were it not for Botox for her migraines, would probably have to be sedated 24-7. Now, that type of use of medicine, I'm good with. If you're using it in your 30s because, oh my god, I noticed a wrinkle, get over yourself. First of all, you weren't that fucking hot. Ask your friends. Ask your most brutally honest friend after she's had several drinks. And she'll tell you. You know, erasing one or two wrinkles is not going to get away from the fact that you're a butterface with no tits. Which doesn't help, because then you'll go out and get your lips done, and your cheekbones done, and your eyebrows done, and your eyes pulled, and your general facelift, and then you'll have your tits done. But your nipples are weird now, and now you've got to, and it's, you know, it's an unending list, and a vicious set of dominoes that when they fall over at the very end, you could be dead ten years, and your body is still going to sit there in pristine condition, because it's no longer made out of flesh. By the way, what does a set of uh, fake breasts look like like after the body has completely decayed? You know, you always see those mummy films where they open up the sarcophagi and and they look inside and there's the the skeleton. What does it look like if there was a set of fake tits there? Is it like a skeleton with two bags of silicon sitting on the chest? Do they break and rupture? What's the half-life of that bag? But, sorry about that. Let's just roll all that together, all that confusion, that angst, that self-loathing, that inner hatred, that outer humor, and put it into today's episode, Tarted Vampires, on today's Caffeinated Humor. So there is a group of vampires holding court at Starbucks. Now, while to me that's a very funny line, let me explain why it's cruel. I'm standing in line at Starbucks. I happen to notice three ladies sitting at one of the small rounds near the cream and sugar kiosk. Now, one of them I have ripped apart in previously in the blog and podcast before. Now, these women are the epitome of what I like to call the MMFs, which is a Manhattan money frau, a financially well-to-do woman who has no real use in life other than to take yoga classes and spend money. It's kind of a mean title to slap on someone, but I've yet to get a regret naming them so because they never disappoint. Anyway, the woman in question is the grandmother who has had about as much plastic surgery as Joan Rivers and is convinced that she is a stunning piece of ass. Tight shorts, low-slung tops, makeup done in that slut-ho-the-living-dead style that frightens more people than it attracts. And much to my cruel delight... She likes to have her lips plumped once a month. 
and she is sitting at a table of like-minded surgery ladies or surgery like surgery minded ladies surgery like minded ladies anyway they've all had it done all of them have the duck lips now when that's first done those first two days it looks like somebody's like a bee stung them in the lip it just swells up and it looks ridiculous and then it kind of mellows out and it still looks like it's not theirs because they don't know how to hold their mouth so a lot of times they just shit with their they sit with their their lips parted like they couldn't close them if they tried now I don't know if all three of them having it at the same time is a coordinated thing or just luck of the draw maybe they all went together but what should be funny actually becomes kind of chilling in in mass altogether I mean there's not a lot left on these ladies that is still real it's like they're undead but what kind of undead now sidebar this is the kind of shit that hits my head and runs through it in the space of time from when I come through the front door crossing the like eight to ten feet to the the line to get my coffee it's odd it's like ADD on steroids I'm at peace with it now but it is odd now in terms of them being undead they have been feeding off of whoever has been paying the bills for all this shit for these all these years so vampires is the first thing that comes to mind also they have that skin tone that tells me that they either self tan or they sleep during the day on a tanning bed because tanning bed types usually avoid actual sunlight so vampires it is now by now I'm in line I'm giggling to myself on my way to the cream and sugar kiosk with my coffee and that's when I heard it you know if the economy gets any worse we may have to sell one of the houses the thought of being destitute makes me ill now I hadn't realized she was retarded don't get all up in arms it fits the situation three points first having to sell one of the houses means you have more than one doesn't make you destitute not having any houses would make you destitute also no job and money and food and stuff but that's for other people not her now cutting back on her various surgeries I could probably buy a small summer home in Boca Raton now it doesn't help that her saying it with a duck-lipped slur in her voice really cranks up the tarred quality factor and it just makes it almost impossible not to laugh so the next few minutes was an odd time warp period of time as all the the MMFs once again Manhattan money frows add their examples of their hard luck stories and all of them are just as bad as the first lady's example well-moneyed got no clue not often you run into it but it is stunningly ignorant when you do now a very quick disclaimer if you find yourself offended with your panties in a major twist because of the word retard because you happen to have one in the family let me correct you you don't what you have is a mentally challenged member of your family but the vampires they're retarded are we seeing the difference here Let's get some coffee.